Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God, the precious treasure of the Word of God. And we allow it to change our lives because it's true, but the benefits of it don't come to us unless we believe it. But if we believe it, there's a power in it and it can change your life. We've been looking here briefly at what Jesus said when he made this claim and this construction, this command, this to us, enter through the narrow gate. But the gate is wide and the way is broad, which that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it. But the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. And there are few who find it. It's really a true statement, isn't it? Remember we saw yesterday, there are few who find the path of life. The gate's narrow. It seems like it's harder to enter. And the easy path, the path that many people take, the broad path, is the wrong path. Not, it leads to destruction. The path, it, it has great promises, but it seems right to a man. But in the end, it's the way of death. Whereas the way of the, the narrow path that Jesus calls us to walk leads ultimately to life. And as we saw in Proverbs, our path shines brighter and brighter until the full day. I'd like to look a little bit more today at what these two paths look like. When I'm on campus, I read this to the students. I ask them, are you familiar with the two paths in life that Jesus talked about? Hardly anybody ever is. That's a question you can ask a person. And it's you'd be surprised how easily it it uh, enters into a spiritual conversation. When I ask, have you are you familiar with them? I read Matthew 7, 13 and 14, and ask him, what do you recognize here? What do you observe? And you see that, you know, men are on the wrong path, few are on the right path so on, where they're leading, and so forth. But in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, we get a description of what these two paths look like. Now, in Galatians 5, it's called, the, the path of destruction is called the deeds of the flesh. It's when we take control of our own lives and refuse to go the way God wants us to go. We think that's the path that looks right. That's the way that seems right but it ends in destruction. And so the path of destruction, the way of destruction, and the deeds of the flesh, they're really basically one and the same. Let's look at what this, this one looks like. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are sexual morality, impurity, indecent behavior, idolatry, witchcraft, hostilities, strife, uh, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, it's, it's not hard at all to see how all these things are destructive behaviors, and you continue in them, they're going to become more destructive, and yet there's, there's a hunger to do every one of them. There's a, a lust, a, there's a lust that controls people, a lust, a sexual lust. But there's also these deeds of the flesh can control us in other ways. Some people just are compelled to want to be angry or divisive or find fault or have selfish ambition or to be jealous or, or to, 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 to 
be drunk or envy others. They're compelled. It's called the flesh. It's the self-life. And when the self is control of life, the when you are driving your own life, the Bible says we're sinful people. And it's going to be destructive behavior. And can I urge you, this is not the path of life. But this is the path of life. Look at this. But the fruit of the Spirit, this is the life now where Jesus person has come to Jesus. They've given their life to Jesus. They really are trying to follow Jesus. The Spirit of God living in them produces these nine qualities. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, believe it or not, I ask when I read these two lists to people, I have two questions for them. I ask him, I say, which of these do you think best describes your life? You'd be surprised how many people will admit the first one, the deeds of the flesh. Most people, well, a lot of them try and say, well, I've kind of got a little bit of both. And I say, yeah, but which one do you think really best describes who you are as a person? And we read over this list again. We talk about everything from the immorality to the drunkenness to the idolatry to the hostility to the strife to the jealousy to the envy. And most people will say that life, most people I talk to will admit, that's what controls them. But then I ask another question. Which of these two lists would you like to control? Would you like to be uh, describing your life? And I've almost never heard a person not to say the fruit of the Spirit. That's what they want. That's what they want. I urge them to come that way. But then I tell them, you know what? I have some good news and some bad news for you. The good news is, or the bad news, I'm going to start with the bad news. The bad news is there's nothing you personally can do to switch from this Deeds of the flesh, path of destruction, over to this fruit of the Spirit, life that you really, really want. That's the bad news. Why is that? Why can you not switch over? Why can't you just mere willpower or New Year's resolutions or positive thinking or mental games that you play or listening to motivational videos? Why can't all that change you? Well, the reason is, is because when you get on the path of destruction, it defiles you. That's right. These things that we think you know, we want in life or they would make us happy or we want to pursue, they defile us. That's what the, 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 the biblical word means. It means it makes you dirty. It makes you dirty. Your spirit, your soul has become defiled. And, and you can't get on... No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you want it, you can't get on the path of life if you're defiled, if you're dirty. And so the bad news is there's nothing you can do to get there because you've got to get cleaned up and you can't clean yourself up. It's, it's like stuck to you. It's who you are. But there's good news. The good news is there's someone else who can clean you up and put you on that path of life. There's someone else who has that capacity. And of course, that's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ can take away our sin. 
See, this is the good news, folks. Jesus doesn't just call us to walk in the path of life. He he enables us to be there. He, he It's like, you know, I remember when I was young, there's no doubt my mother loved me, but I remember one day we got new carpet in the house, and I I probably was like an eight, nine-year-old kid, and I came home from school, and I'd probably, it's springtime, I probably had some mud on my shoes. I don't know whether I did or not, but mom checked because there was no way that her son was going to walk on her brand new carpet if I had dirty feet. I had to get clean feet and clean shoes if I wanted to walk on that new carpet. It wasn't that she didn't love me. It wasn't that she didn't want me in the house. She just didn't. She said, you just got to be clean to walk on this new carpet. It's the same way to go to heaven. It's the same way to get on the path of life. You've got to get cleaned up. There's nothing you and I can do to clean ourselves up. But this is why Jesus went to the cross. The, the Bible tells us this, that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. You see, sin makes you defiled and dirty in the, in the eyes of God. He loves you, but you've, you've got dirt. And if you want to get on that path of life, you've got to get cleaned up to get on it. How do you get cleaned up? It's You don't do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. Only Jesus Christ can cleanse you. That's why he went to the cross. That's why he died on the cross. That's what it means when it says Christ died for our sins. He died on the cross to cleanse us from our sins. And so it's, it's so simple. You can't do it. But if you humble yourself, you can't, you can't switch paths. And you can want to. You can desire it. You, you, you might even make some efforts, but you keep falling back. But that's when we say we humble ourselves. And by simple faith, we simply say, Jesus, I need you to cleanse me. I, I need your cleansing power to wash away my sins. I believe you died on the cross. You bled on the cross. You suffered on the cross, taking my place for what I should have received. You paid the price for my sins. And it's, and Jesus, when he, you see, when he dies on the cross for us, he doesn't just make us legally free. He cleanses us. And brothers and sisters, if you've come to Jesus Christ, believe it. It's true. Believe it. Your sins are washed away. Don't let that devil tell you you're still guilty. Don't let that devil keep accusing you. God says, through Jesus Christ, our sins are washed away. And you know what? You're clean. That's right. Where you're, whereas once you were defiled and dirty, spiritually dirty in the eyes of God, now because of what Jesus does and we have simply received him, God has made you clean. What a, there's, there's, there's not much neater in life, not much more wonderful in life. I can know of anything more wonderful in life than to know in the eyes of God, he's washed me clean. And I can come to him now unashamed because I've been received by him through faith in Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you today that Jesus Christ makes it possible for any person to leave the path of destruction and get on to the path of life. We confess readily we can't do it on our own. We're not good enough. We're, we, we don't have the power to cleanse ourselves of the things that we've done throughout life that have defiled us, made us dirty. But Jesus, you have that power. 
Religion can't do it. Intentions can't do it. Sorrow can't do it. Our own efforts can't do it. Nothing can do it except Jesus. You are the Savior of the world. You are the Messiah. You have come to cleanse us of our sins and to make us holy, beautiful, accepted by the Father. Jesus, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We re- Jesus, today, freshly, anyone listening today who's not done this, we receive you. We don't fight you. We don't resist you. We receive you. We receive your love. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your cleansing. We receive what you give to us. By simple faith, we just receive it. We believe it right now. And we bless you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you that today, Jesus, you have made it possible what we could never do on our own. We can walk the path of life. Oh, fill us with your spirit. Fill us with love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And don't let us be deceived or long again for that path of destruction. All those things that once controlled us, don't let us be deceived and think that's where that's where we want to go. We've left that. We've crucified. We've said goodbye to that. We we our eyes are open how destructive that is. We want to be on the path of life. We bless you today. We love you and thank you. And pray all these prayers in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey folks, thanks so much for being with me. I hope you've enjoyed this. I love sharing the word with you. I hope you enjoy being with me and being blessed by it. We're here every day. And so I encourage you to come and join us every day. Hit the subscribe button, the notify button. Tell your friends, and particularly this video, there may be some people that you want this to be shared with others. If so, tell them about it. Copy it, copy the link, send it to them an email, post it on social media. Let's spread the word, amen? So I love you guys. If you came to Christ today, drop, let, let me know in the in the uh, description below or in the, in the comments below or drop me an email, tom at tomthepreacher.com. I'd love to know. Love to, love to talk with you. So until we meet tomorrow, we'll be here tomorrow, every, here, every day, and we do the podcast. If you can't make it live, you can watch the video or listen online, listen to the podcast, Apple's Google or Spotify platform. Just search for Tom the Preacher. Until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you strengthen you, fill you with the assurance of his love and forgiveness. Remember, he made you clean. Walk in that cleanliness. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.